What's up, you guys? Happy Sunday, and welcome back to the Brunch with Desby podcast. I am your best and favoritest host, Des, also known as Desby, and this is Brunch with Me. Super excited to have you back this Sunday, and as you see by the title of this podcast, super excited for you guys because you, again, have the chance to listen in on my husband and I and celebrating our first year anniversary, which is actually tomorrow. So before we get into it, just make sure as always, guys, you are checking out the description box notes. You will see all good things coming up there. You'll see a place where you can support the podcast. You can purchase merch. You can check out my Instagram. You can check out other things, maybe mentioned or stated. I'll also make sure to link my wedding video just in case you guys wanna cry along with me tomorrow. Um, Also make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe. You guys know the drill. Anywho, as you guys know, tomorrow will be Wyatt and I's one-year anniversary, which is crazy because it has been the craziest one year out of probably our full relationship of five and a half years. So without further ado, I want to bring my husband on. We're going to be answering your guys' questions today um, and hopefully just having some fun. So without further ado, let's jump into the podcast and thanks for being here. In our spare bedroom. Um, it's pretty weird because right now I can't actually like look at Wyatt that well because of the way that the mics are set up. Oh, I'm ugly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just kind of looking ahead um, and he can just see the back of my head. It's kind of kind of weird. So we're almost doing this like a real guest where I don't see my guest. So um, without further ado, here's Wyatt. As you guys know. Wyatt, you can just say hi again. Hey, again. <laughs> um, and we're going to be getting into a few questions that you guys have. Um, with ev- Whenever I do like a Q&A, there's really not an optimal place to start. I just kind of go for it. So um, as you guys know, for like the fifth hundredth time, yes, Wyatt and I have been married a year. We're thriving. We're, we're bringing a child into the world soon. We're both shaking our heads like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I don't even know what to think about. Yeah, it. that's crazy. Um, so looking back and like answering some of these questions will be probably pretty, pretty emotional. Not that we'll cry, but just thinking like, damn, like we really come that far. It's so special. Um, so again, thank you guys for asking. And as always, you can ask anything on my Instagram. So number one, I want to start out with a few questions um, that are kind of like relating to just initial marriage. So we were married last year on September 21st. Such a great day. Such a banger weekend. Yeah. Literally the best weekend ever. Like the best, a lot of fun, the bestest weekendest everest. Couldn't have said it better. (laughs) So Wyatt, what is the best thing so far about being married to me? And then I will go ahead and and say the same for you. I love how that's your first question. We're we're starting out really strong. We're going to see if this is either going to go. Yeah, no, I want to start out off the gate because I really want to see what kind of vibe I need to bring. Like, do I need to bring like kind of like assertive Des because you're not answering questions good? Or do I need to bring like soft Des in because you're being a little emotional too? So let's start out. I don't win any of those. Yeah, you do. (laughs) So what's the best thing? 
Uh, yeah, I have to repeat the question. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> What's the best thing about being married to me? <clears throat> oh, I mean, you know, I would say easily how much you help first off to, you know, knock out the, you know, emotional side. You know, you're, so, <laughs> you're the best. No, but we, I feel like we just have fun. Like I feel, I feel like we've started to get to the point where we're just kind of having fun with each other at first, getting used to the house mm-hmm. this whole year, which has just not been great for anybody. Um, yeah, so we're just—it's just more fun. I feel like we're, it doesn't take much for us to. We're in—we're in a routine. Also, with starting from work from home and everything, it was a big change the past six months, and that was a large portion of our time really together when we can really settle in and enjoy. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'd say just we have fun. I would agree. I think my—the best thing about being married to you is the patience that you have with me. <laughs> Because this year has been a ton of patience that we've had to have with just like life events, moving, you know, like you said, figuring out a new routine, COVID, and then me coming in like a fucking whirlwind, you know, I'm pregnant, sorry, not really sorry, but it's just like a lot of things have changed in myself personally and my body as well as just our lives. So to have patience, you've always had, but it's really like rung true this year, like how much I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Sending you hearts. Okay, next question. Did you guys have any setbacks in your relationship? So I'm going to kind of take this as like a, a full-on just relationship question, not necessarily just marriage. Um, I, I mean, not really. No. no, I mean, I, mean, I think the hardest thing we've had was distance. Yeah. In our, uh, in, the, yeah, in our, I, I in our dating time thing. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's really about it. I would say also just, we kind of talked about it earlier even, but just kind of getting used to, again, a new routine, finally mm-hmm. being in a house. And then before this, we were in a rental property for two months. That was, we were sleeping on the ground. Our mattress was on the ground <laughs> and our living room was a futon that you just couldn't sit on for more than 30 minutes. But we did have a fireplace. It was lit. Yeah. But uh, you know what I mean? Like getting into a new routine, it just caused stress. And then mm-hmm. after stressed, you just walk away thinking, oh, I'm just upset or she's just stressed out. Mm-hmm. But then after six months, you're like, okay, something's going on here. Yeah. Let's, Let's take chat a about <laughs> it. What's going on. Um, and we'll, we'll get into that further, just like communication relationship, how that's grown within the past year and more. Um, so another question, this kind of has to deal with our baby, but kind of bouncing around. Did you choose your baby boy's name for a specific special reason or was it random? So Wyatt and I had kind of like a list of names in our initial name for a boy. And I'll just go ahead and say it because I don't think we'll ever name our boy child this, but it was Camden. Boy child. <laughs> boy child. <laughs> we'll never name our boy child. Um, but it was Camden. And at first we were like kind of riding for it, like call him KP, call him Cam, like dope, awesome, sweet. Um, and then after kind of saying it, it was just like, <laughs> once we just found out we were having a boy, you kind of almost, you just want to adventure like shit. What do I really want to call this thing? And so we don't have no reason for picking the name that we did, but it just came out one day and we both were like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it was a hundred percent random. I don't even remember where it came from. I know that it was your idea and wow. it was it was literally out of the blue. I feel like you're like, what about this name? And I'm like, 
I like it. I think that's a good substitute for what we originally thought. So let's go with that. And then, but even it took me even a couple weeks. I mean, obviously it's not like we had to make up our mind in one day, but after I would say about a month, more we started talking, the more we started throwing his name into the actual sentence. And we're like, oh, okay, that actually works. I know that is one thing with a baby's name is like, you think you have it figured out. Like you really just have to start saying it or else it forever feels fucking weird. So we just kind of like call him his name every day now. Like instead of just being like, oh yeah, the baby, which I feel like we actively try to say his name or at least I do so that it's like, yeah, that's his name. That's his name. It makes sense. Next question. How did you deal when, well, deal with Wyatt still being at Western slash in college while I was working full-time and not in school? So I threw this in here only because I do think a lot of people that go into relationships nowadays have a higher chance of being long distance just because there's so many different ways to meet each other nowadays. So when Wyatt was back in school and I was out, it was only for a year but it was a really tough year because I was finishing up my internship. And so I was working like 40 hours a week, could barely talk to him in general when we would text. And then when we would phone call, it's almost like we would always pick fights or just be like annoyed with each other or not all the time. We but were it, always on different schedules. Yeah, it was, it was I just, mean, that's so easy to get upset about yeah, after a while. It was I just, mean, it was tough. I'm playing I'm playing football still. I'm mm -hmm. going out after the. Well, you're there for the games. Yeah, but there were some games where I couldn't come, and I knew that he was going out after because that was like the thing. You know, f football game got over. You went home, and you went out to the bars, or you went over to a friend's house. And I remember a few games that I couldn't come. It was just like I had massive FOMO, and I wouldn't ever say I was like, oh, my God, I'm worried. Like, what is he doing? But it's just like, damn, like, I wish I could be there. So on top of that, you know, it'd be like weekends like that. I maybe would get mad and then Monday would come or Sunday morning and he'd be like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it perfect way to handle it. <laughs> nothing, but it was, it was just tough. So I think the best thing that we ended up doing was just <laughs> eliminating the distance period. Um, and we were able to do that because we moved then to Florida together. So I know not a lot of people have that opportunity to crush distance, for, you know, a few years and then be out of it that easy, but just make sure that you're actually chatting about missing each other and the communication again aspect of it. Um, and just being, being positive for what you still have. Yeah. And going out of your way to just yeah. do some small things yeah. that always is going to help. I mean, it's never going to, you know, shorten this, the distance, right. but still, I yeah. mean, it's just small stuff. That and and when you going. can see each other, fucking do it, you know, strap your balls on, make a little bit of a drive, <laughs> And get there. You know what I mean? Don't make excuses then too, because the minute you do that is the minute that your priorities start to shift and then your relationship isn't as important. Next question. What is your number one advice or recommendation to a newly wedded couple? Huh. <laughs> I mean, I would say honestly, it is patience. I felt mm -hmm. like patience is definitely a strong suit of mine. Um, but it very well can, you can dance on a fine line and all of a sudden you're just find yourself putting in yourself in a position where you're like, okay, I should have just said something or mm -hmm. that I need to stop or whatever the situation is. But regardless, I think patience in general is huge just because it was, I knew it was never going to be easy. We knew it wasn't going to be easy. 
So like waking up in the, uh, the next day after, you know, maybe the last week we were just kind of small bickering and you're just like, okay, well we have a fun day today. I'm going to forget about everything. Let's just have fun. And then you just enjoy the day. And then you're knowing patiently that you're just going to, you're getting through your thing. Like for us, we said it before, but the routine of things, getting used to the house, there was going to be, you know, some back and forth with just getting everything set up, Mm -hmm. cleaning. How are we going to work this dynamic of a brand new space? All that type of stuff to where I just feel like it was a lot easier once we just got used to it. Mm -hmm. And not overthinking because I'm also a very analytical thinker. So for me, if I'm sitting here after a fight, you know, I'm, I'm thinking the worst or you easily could be for anybody that's out there in the same position. It's just patience knowing Mm -hmm. it's like, listen, it's a bad day. It's not a bad marriage. Yeah. You know, know? so I would say it's, it's really that knowing that you're, you've committed for a reason, you know, Mm -hmm. it's going to be fine. So just being patient with it. Yeah. I think to kind of lead off that too, like picking your battles, there's a difference between like communication and like communication over big things and then just like brushing off the little things. So like why said with patience, yes. Also just knowing like, you know, for instance, sometimes it's like why it forgot to turn the oven off. Right. It's like, <laughs> like 30, I c- 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So the oven's just fucking running. Um, <laughs> Could I make a big deal out of it because he is very forgetful and I love him for it, but he knows that. Could I make him feel worse by just being like, hey, the oven's fucking on. Come up from the stairs and turn it off. Or can I pick that battle and go, you you know what? Like, who gives a fuck at this point? This is who my husband is. I'm going to turn the fucking oven off. Let's also not ignore that. You did text me. You literally (laughs) left the oven on. Don't get me wrong. I've done it a few times out of just like, LOL, but that's a very small, you know, I'm talking pick your battle. Yeah. That's, but that's when it comes down to like it with the pick your battle. It's, you also have to know that if she said something of, Hey, you left the oven on is you, I guess, how, how do I put it? It's like, I have to be in the position where I can't take offense to that. I know I did it, but I can't read into how you said it. If you're picking to not fight this bot- battle, then okay, cool. Then we're, I'll just not worry about it. And right. then, sorry. <laughs> N- I'll try better next time. Uh, overall, it's just ma- marriage and responsibilities are fun, but you just, you just, you learn them, you learn them. And it's not so much like, okay, sink into your role and it never change. No, um, you know, it's not like that at all. Every day is different, but just know your partner, maybe their natural tendencies versus maybe not yours, their strong suits versus not yours, you know, stuff like that. And you'll be fine. Des, did you know why it was proposing or was it a surprise? So I didn't know that he was proposing and we're kind of throwing it back here. Um, I, when we left that weekend before we went to homecoming, I brought up to him because we went out shopping for new outfits and I really thought nothing of it. Cause we were just going to go show out and see our you know, our friends come back in town. We're like, what's up, bitches? Like, we're Floridians home, now. Homecoming and yeah, it's homecoming it for Western. It was just going to be a fun time. So when we were out shopping, I just brought up to him like, oh, yeah, like, well, I could be saving money for a ring <laughs> with, like, my horns and, you know, kind of coming up. And he was like, Des, I literally have only gotten a few paychecks. Like, it just it cannot happen right now. And he kind of put me in my place in like a very loving way, but I was just like, damn, like you're, you're right. All right. And so 
I did get my nails done though with my sister the weekend before. And I said, you know what? I might be getting engaged. So this is what I want my nails to look like. So I did get my nails done in preparation that like, shit, this could be a huge weekend. However, no offense, Wyatt didn't think he could pull off something like he did because it was just, it was so special and it was so awesome. Um, and again, I'll, you know, link videos and posts below, but um, I overall still like did not know up until that point. I was just like, what a weird fucking day, you know? And then he, I feel <laughs> like the, the only reason why you kind of knew was because we went ring shopping, which I also recommend, you know, that was another question. We can just tackle oh, that. Okay. Fucking go together, go together. I mean like, unless, you know, you for guys most, have obviously agreed like, yeah, Hey, I want to, I don't care to know. I've tried them on with my mom or my grandma or whoever, mm -hmm. and this is the style I like, then great. Yeah. You can surprise because originally from my point of view, that's what I wanted. I wanted to absolutely come out of left field, not go ring shopping, just give me ideas, which, you know, I'm sure every single girl and woman would know that they've sent their partner a thousand ring pictures, mm -hmm. especially when you're together for a while. So, of course, I had that. So that's what I wanted to do. But then I decided I'm like, you know what? This isn't a small amount of money. Right. I'm going to make sure we actually look. And so I just told her, I was like, listen, you know, we're not in a super close, I guess, or super fast pace right now with having a few paychecks, but I want to know, like, let's just look, we got some few hours today. So we looked at some and I'm so glad we did because her style changed completely. This specific ring looked great on her. Mm -hmm. And I tried so hard to not buy that ring, but that turned out to be the ring that I ended up buying because yeah. it was, it was honestly perfect. So I'm just glad that we did that. So definitely do that. And where did we start this question with? Well, we were just kind of talking <laughs> about if I knew our, if I knew right, you were going right, to propose. Right, right, right. So even with us going shopping together, we were still like, I was still shocked. So for anyone out there who has not physically gone and tried on rings again, like you said, with, with your mom or your grandma or whoever, and you don't know, don't fucking go off of Pinterest. I swear to you, your Pinterest no. ring will not be what you actually want. Cause that Same, was literally you. Yes. It was just, it didn't even fit my hand the way I thought, et cetera, et cetera. So again, if, if you have a solidified experience to where you can say, Hey, this is what I want. Cool. But just, just go together. Yeah. And to kind of finish up the very first question yeah. was, um, the only reason she knew is, or had a hint was because we went ring shopping but even then I didn't know timing, you but, know? So it's yeah, like, but we also knew it was a big weekend. Yeah. I even told Michaela to make sure you got your nails done and didn't, she wasn't she the one that brought it up to you? No, I literally oh, really? just, no, I oh, just wow, booked I the appointment. That's easy. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, no, I just booked the appointment. So, okay. So that's kind of funny, but it still, it was a big weekend. no matter that's what, what though, to. like, dude, I've even known people that have snooped and found their engagement rings. It's still the most special moment ever. So like it, it couldn't be ruined because it was just still. Yeah, but don't do that. No shit. No shit. I know, but it sounded for a second that <laughs> no, you're like, I'm just, it's fine. I'm you just can saying, do it, but it's not going to ruin I'm it. I'm just saying, even with an open conversation of like, hey, I want to marry you. When the time still comes where they finally propose, it is still very special. Oh, yeah. So next question, um, kind of going back again to marriage, like actually now, even back when we were in Florida and we were just engaged living together, um, how do we split finances. So number one, 
we have I've chatted about this in our episode where we announced that we were pregnant. So I will put that in the description notes if you guys haven't listened to that. Um, it's kind of, again, another Q&A. It was really fun, too. We unpacked a bunch in that one. Um, but I don't want to long-wind this question. However, I do want to tee it up um, with the fact that everyone is different. And it's it's not like the 1980s anymore where you have to have a combined account. So, like, if you want a combined account, dope. If you don't, it's also, like, totally fine nowadays. So, Wyatt and I, we don't have... a a combined account all actually. No, I think we will definitely get there. With yeah, what we've, we we've have, wanted to. We have plans, you know, to be, you know, I guess moving towards different financial decisions and stuff like that as we grow into our lives, obviously having a kid and different plans we have for ourselves. I think we'll get there. But right now there's just honestly not really a need. Like mm. uh, we just, I don't know. We Ours just kind of fall into place. We just kind of know what, each person is good to just handle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we don't like split. Hey, Wyatt, the mortgage got taken out. Venmo me. Like I just, I take the mortgage completely. Wyatt, you know, he doesn't ask me, Hey, Wi-Fi came through. I need half the bill. Wi-Fi utilities. You know, he, he takes that. Car insurance, life insurances. So it's just, it's completely spent. I'm spending, I mean, doesn't matter how much, but less than you, but still, I mean, if you take the mortgage out, it's pretty close. Yeah. I would say it's pretty close. Yeah. And again, you know, I mean, depending on financial burden of like one person to another, it's also okay to, you know, we're a team. So at the end of the day, like my, my money is still his money. His money is still my money. You know what I mean? We just have it separate. So it's like, if you know, you need to pull more a certain month, then, you know, you take the reins. If I know I need to pull more another month or another year, then I take the reins. It, it's so important to not be on the whole like male female dynamic and just always finances a perfect anymore. even split all the time yeah if you guys are in that position where you're making the same income then sure that makes sure. sense yeah but you know if if you have one party making more than the other sugar mama you know sometimes <laughs> i wasn't you're gonna him. bring it up but <laughs> <laughs> well i mean you know i'm i'm in a career i'm in corporate you yeah were, you were a very successful entrepreneur you know to start so it, it definitely is a big difference in our paths. So it'll take a little longer for me. But again, like I know that you have the drive to get there and who knows what will ever happen to me a few, a few years. You know what I mean? So it's like you, again, you are a fucking team. No one comes out on top. You know, you got to just pull one another along, especially financially and, and make it work. So you guys can have your best lives together. Um, so someone asked, and I thought this was just kind of cute, but how does Wyatt encourage you spiritually and mentally? <laughs> I, I mean, I know my answer is just keeping you patient, honestly. Yeah. It's keeping you in check. Yeah. Because it, she's, she's the type of person where she's so motivated that small things can get to her. Mm-hmm. But it's a fine line. I've always told her, I was like, listen, your anxiety on your day-to-day work and how you want to be successful and you have to do X, Y, and Z every single day or else you feel terrible about the day. It's it's great until you start to just put yourself in a bad spot mentally. Absolutely. And so I'd say that it's, that's the, I would honestly, that's the best way to put it from a simple high level standpoint and just checking her on the small things day-to-day in terms of like, Hey, like it's not that big of a deal. Rub it off. Like you're good. Like I remember there was one time she had a message on Instagram and she told me at like eight o'clock at night, 
And of the, of all messages that she probably gets every single day, it was some like bot account or fake account. And it was like super broken English that happened at 11 a.m. And she told me this and my immediate response was, that's the one you held on to. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fuck everyone who was like, you look amazing today. I uh, love you. Yeah. It's like, that's what you held on to. Absolutely. And yeah. so she, she just instantly laughed and she's like, you're right. Uh, that's actually pretty funny. Yeah. So, I mean, I've cried to Wyatt so many fucking times, maybe not as often anymore, to be honest. Um, and I think that you can definitely like say you agree to where like my mentality and shift, like I've definitely had a huge growth occur the past probably like this year mostly, but since we've moved back just in general to Ohio, but I would like cry to him so many times about, you know, this happening in my business or like, what if I don't get here? Like, I, I just want to do this for someone or whatever. And he's always the one to just bring me back down mentally to just remind me like just of all of I all that I've done and you don't always need someone to tell you that but it's so easy for you to not take the extra second to like replay those memories in your mind of where you've come from and where you are currently so yes he always checks me um and that has now led to like a lot of growth from myself and I attribute that to him and just obviously being around him all the time you know you kind of become who you hang out with. My mom always told me that, but it's so true. That's 100% true. 100% true. So like certain characteristics, you know, he's rubbed off on me and I've also rubbed off on him in certain things too. So, you know, he encourages me in multiple ways to say spiritually, like, I don't really know what that, like, what is that? Is that more like heart, you know, heart, mind, soul? No, like spiritually, like, like God or whatever your religious belief, I would assume. That's how I always took it. Okay. I guess when I hear like it in that context, I think more of like, how does he like bring you grounded? You know, like I think (laughs) of like spirituality. Um, but still I think that like Wyatt and I have a very interesting dynamic on like our religious views and kind of like where we sit spiritually to where we just, I don't know, we're just vibing right now. We haven't been able to go to church obviously because of COVID and all this BS, but we still are, are very grounded in like our faith and knowing, I don't know. We're just, we're both on the same wavelength and it just, it feels good. It feels good. All right. That's all I got to fucking say. Stop asking me. Just kidding. Once you're married, did you guys as a couple change? PS love your podcast. Thanks so much, Alyssa. Um, did we change since we've got, since we got married? Physically, fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, physically, absolutely. <laughs> physically, yes. Mentally. Um, I don't know. I'd say we just like, uh, I, again, with even the first question, I feel like we're just hitting a stride where we just know how to deal with each other better, you know, mm-hmm. and handle each other. Because I can honestly say even being in Florida for the past year and a half, I would say right now I am more confident in like just how we work with each other now than I was even a year ago. Absolutely. So like I, and that doesn't mean that we were like, Oh my God, my, should I really marry her? Like, am I going to be happy? We were still happy, but it's like smaller things might make you mad. You know what I mean? Like just super small stuff, but it's not that you would hold on to it. It's just something small. And then you'd just be like, okay, well I'm going to play Xbox. Like I'll let you watch TV. I don't even want to deal with it. Right. It's not even like that anymore. It's, it's really, we're just, it's the community. I don't even know how to put it. We'd be fucking vibing though. I don't even know how to put it. I think, I think it's pregnancy. Maybe, yeah. Like, kind of. I mean, I've just, like, loosened up so much. Been able to just, like, 
finally enjoy my life for the first time in years, you know, and think in it terms brought you of a just little perspective, you think? What? You think it brought you a little perspective? Like being pregnant and changing? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. From just like being so driven on like work, work me and yeah. this business, I got to do it. And I got to provide for my family. I can't, you know, ever. I think, well, I think it's opened my mind up to selflessness a little bit more and making sure that I'm checking in with people I care about and not just me, 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 me. Yeah. So, you know, making sure that we like have our time where we just sit in bed together. Like, I feel like some, I mean, some nights we still both get caught up on our own phones. Like we'll be dicking around or I'll be finishing up on stuff. But a lot of times, like yeah, we really just be like present together, you know? Yeah, I mean, everybody has their nights where you just no, sit no, on no. the phone. I know. Yeah, I know. Um, but, like, <clears throat> again, it's just, it's a different shift yeah. in, like, our growth. <laughs> <laughs> How do you guys maintain romance? Does the sex get better or worse with time? Does it bother you talking about sex sometimes? No, I don't think it bothers me. But I, for me, yeah, hey, you're in a, a completely different position. But for me, I've never cared unless you're like my boy or a part of my guys I don't care to tell you anything like does, does I it just, bother does it bother you when you see me like openly talk about our sex life maybe not honestly not like transparently honestly no I just think of like my uncles and how <laughs> or my uncles are like Shit. my dad and like or just stuff like that where I'm just like that's so awkward, but like I think at the I, same time, it's not like they're like, oh, that's too much. It's yeah. just, it's just odd for me. That's the only part. But at the end of the day, yeah, I right. really do not care. Aunt Julie do be checking in sometimes. <laughs> 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 Shit. Um, that's so funny. But anyways, does sex get better? Like, how do we keep romance? Um, you know, I will be very transparent and say that sex was not always a strong suit for us in terms of uh, reoccurrence of it, like how much sex we were having for a small period of time. Like when I was coming off of birth control, prep, prepping, I mean, that was huge. prepping that was, was a... fucking hard on our, on my sex drive and just on our sex life. And I mean, honestly, that I would say that was what heavy within oh, the God. first like Dad. two years, mm -hmm. but it was also like a point in, I'd say the first year after you got out of your prep and we even had arguments about it. Because it was just like, mm -hmm. what's going on? Yeah, like what's, and yeah. she, her and her sister, like look back at it. Like, I think it was like maybe six months after she got out of her first prep. And they're like, holy shit, I don't know why you didn't break up with her. Yeah. They're like, it, they were both set on it. And to be honest, I was like, oh, I didn't really even think about it. Yeah. Um, but I was like, but okay. And it's <laughs> like, but when we still, when we did have sex, so like it was fucking bomb. Like we've never had bad sex for real. No. But it was just like the amount that maybe like he needed physically as well as myself, but like hormonally, I just couldn't get there. Um, because again, like post birth control and guys like listen to my birth control podcast. I do talk about this in libido. It's nothing to be ashamed of, but it can cause strain in a lot of relationships. So I would say, um, the first trimester of pregnancy as well. I think we had sex like two times. I mean, that was fucking hard. Well, that was yeah, a, you were, I mean, that you, was fucking you hard. had a window from about 11 or noon to about 6, 6.30. Yeah, and I was like done. And you were throwing up from 6 a.m. To, to about like noon. noon. So yeah. <laughs> she was passed out by 8 o'clock. Like there there was no activity. Yeah. Um, but I I think that, again, the quality though, like the, the romance, 
outside of just sexual intercourse because again like romance comes from just like getting me my favorite drink from the gas station without me asking you know what I mean it it, romance Mm. is different so I will say like that is definitely kept alive um and I think even more so now than the like than maybe the past few years would you agree or maybe not the past few years like the past year what just like our romance and our like sex drive together yeah I mean I would say out of if we just labeled it five years um I would say the last three have been increasingly better yeah so to answer the question shortly yes it's gotten way better and ironically heated up in the past two months <laughs> and she's pregnant so it's pretty crazy i know i really got that wet ass pussy okay <laughs> no but can we talk about the empowerment that that brings to women like drop me an email if you've kind of like taken off in your sex drive with that song i just want to shout out to cardi b and meg the stallion for being sexual empowerment because to be honest like i never thought of it that way but I look back at it and it really kind of started around then. Well, and, <laughs> and also, really well, and I want to shout you guys too out that like, listen to this in our, um, a part of my Instagram page, especially my Des Piper, like my personal page, you know, we've just been real open and vulnerable there, um, with a bunch of different topics, especially just sexuality, sex drive, um, things people are trying, things people are scared to try. How do I do this? How do I do that? And so even just chatting with you guys, you know, it's made me a little bit more open in the bedroom to like try different things or, you know, be a little freaky, be a little freaky. (laughs) Um, so yeah, shout out to you guys as well. You know, we keep it fucking fresh here. We love that. (laughs) Um, so another question is three things needed before trying to have a baby. And I only want to cover this in like a picture perfect world because I don't think I don't to have a baby. No three things are going to be the no same things for are everybody. yeah no things are three things are going to be the same for anyone and everyone is just so different with like where their mental state is where their age is where their financial state is to just want to have a kid and that's like totally fucking okay for us bro we didn't even want one yet technically like yeah. we like we didn't mind. We were like, hey, if it happens, it happens. But like, I don't want you to track your ovulation so that we're purposely pumping out during uh, yeah. that schedule. I'd say you could almost say that's number one is if it's with a partner, just be clear on like, hey, if it happens, it happens, but we're not going to try. Yeah. Like, let's just have say a plan it now. of communication. Yeah. Let's just say it now, because I think that's honestly what made it fine. Like I was blown away was I didn't know what to think. I like I was tearing up for about 20 minutes afterwards. I didn't even know what to think. And it really but I I never felt bad. I never felt like like, oh, oh, no. Yeah. You know, it was always because as soon as we got married and it all even engaged, really. But when we got married, it was literally like that day or the weekend of or a couple days after that we decided like, hey, if something were to happen, we're not going to take that excitement away from us. Yeah. It would just not be. We're here. We're in a good position. We can do it. So if it happens, fine. But we're not going to try. Yeah. But then that also naturally comes with a little bit of laziness. A little bit of laziness. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another thing I would say is just honestly, like thinking about putting together the baby room that I've done and, you know, being in our house now, I would say you don't have to have a home. 
but you need to have a residence or like a place where you feel comfortable to take care of your kid. If that's your mom's fucking basement, I don't care. Um, if that's an apartment that you live in right now and you're going to continue to live in for, you know, another lease or two, I don't care. But where do you as a mother feel like you can be very comfortable and thrive? My sister, for example, she was living at her in-laws during the time that she gave birth because they were saving up to buy a house. And that was just really tough for her because they, they just, they weren't very comfortable. You know, they weren't very moved in. It was very wishy-washy. Like Michaela then had to go to my mom certain days and drive 30 minutes. And then she had to commute all the way to her doctor's appointments, blah, blah, blah. So as much as she still thrived as a mom, it was like once she moved into my then grandma's house, which was closer to just our family side, um, it was much easier for her to commute to work, do this, do that. So I would just say having a a living quarters that you can thrive in because it's very important to be comfortable for yourself as well as your baby. Um, The third thing I would say, maybe just a game plan, you know? Whether that's financial, whether that's with your partner. Support with your family. Like yeah. Where, yeah. I mean, yeah. also, it just comes down, is this something you want and something you know you can, what, not smartly, that's not the word. I guess we'll just lean into that one. Smartly be able to have happen. You know, right. can you just, can you do it and can you be comfortable with it? But are you also smart with that decision? Yeah, yeah. And it's really what it comes down to. Right. I mean, it, it's, again, it's tough to name just three things. It is. And I mean, everyone, everyone's situations are so fucking different. So at the end of the day, if you have three buckets of love, then you can have a baby. <laughs> um, so to lead, lead, well, I guess not lead, but proceed that, whatever. Transition. Sure. What was your first initial thought when I told you that I was pregnant? Um, if I had to put, I I mean, if I had to put my thoughts into words, but I can't even say what I was thinking was a sentence when I found out, like, I don't know what I was thinking. I just remember, oh fuck, but not in a bad way. (laughs) It was just whole, like, did I just read that right? And I looked at her and she just nods her head. Yeah. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> like I didn't know I had no idea what to think. Like and, I literally I literally sobbed almost oh, for yeah. twenty minutes because Well I you'd would like think on and off it. sob for like thirty to forty minutes, maybe even up to an hour. You know, you were because, just constantly like, I like would be fine and then all of a sudden I would sit there and I'd I'd just stop and I'd think and I think of like uh, one year from now, because obviously a little over a, a, a nine months, I'm thinking, Holy shit, I'm gonna have a kid in my hands. And so it, it was, it was, I was so like, just emotionally like shocked that even that little thought I'd like tear up and it sounds so soft, but like, it was such a real raw moment mm-hmm. for me. I would say, and that doesn't happen often. I'd say it's happened twice when we got married and when you told me we're having a kid. Yeah. And Seriously. again, like, it's kind of crazy because even then when I told him, it was like, holy shit, like. I've waited our whole relationship to one day tell him that we're going to be parents. And you also had a chance to sit on that news for a week and digest. Yeah. I had, I had an hour until <laughs> yeah, right. we just went to bed, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. Like, that was it. So I was like, well, okay. Uh, okay. What a just fucking crazy day. Looking back at Literally, it. Literally again, the past year. Just holy fuck. Since we've been married. It's a lot of ups and a lot of downs. 
And a lot of and just, just so many outside factors played into every single one of those. Yeah, it fuck. was just unreal. You know when you kind of like get a video montage in your head that you make, but like not on purpose. Yeah, you haven't mo- you haven't stopped yeah, staring like for I'm, about a full. I'm minute. like staring at my <laughs> computer screen, but like looking through it, you know, because I'm just like <laughs> playing this video in my head of like just the past year only, only the fucking year. Yeah, good lord. Anyways, next question. Um, that was a good one. Do you think that you should live together before being engaged slash during engagement? Can go either way, honestly. But I would say, yeah. I mean, I from how from my point of view and how I always looked at it, I always heard from my parents, from my family, and even seen it through very obvious examples that every time a cousin or a friend and their partner moved in together. I remember always hearing from my mom, this will be the test. And it truly always happened that way. Are you done? Okay. <laughs> I thought you were. Well, you were writing. So I was like, um. Uh, I thought that you were um, like finishing off a thought. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of it. But okay. you're also writing. <laughs> so. Well, I just didn't want to forget. Um, yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I was actually kind of against it um, at first. Just because I grew up in a very conservative household and um, for us it was like against religion to like move in together and be together before marriage and it was something I just really wanted to do to be a role model to the rest of my family, you know? And so, but when Wyatt told me like, hey, I'm like, we're moving, well, we could move, right? Like, do you want to come with me to Florida? It wasn't like a, oh yeah, Des, I have to stay in Michigan. You're in Columbus still. You know, it was like, uh, I'm not going to be able to fucking see you. So at that point, you know, I, I really personally myself like prayed on it, connected with just my religious, you know, vibes, my family, mauled it over, chatted it over. And I, and I felt comfortable knowing that there was a future commitment to come, AKA he would propose and I kind of told him too, like, you need to propose within six months. And that was a large part of also like your grandma, you know, she mm-hmm. loved us, but yeah. you know, the, you guys were very close at that time. Your mom, you know, you guys were all kind of on the same page. And I, that's when I took it as a responsibility of like, listen, I have no reason not to, I know right. this is it. So I, once I'm in a position to do it, I'm going to pull the trigger as soon as I can, because just out of respect for her, mm-hmm. what her background was and her family, yeah. you know, because- <laughs> rushed or not it it really wasn't because it was truly I knew that that's what I wanted to do so why wait if this is the position we're in right so I felt a little bit more comfortable knowing that again like we had that commitment to get married um versus just being like dating in college you know what I mean like I, I felt a little bit more secure myself um doesn't mean that someone else can't feel secure in a different way um but overall I do think that 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 year molded us hugely so, I sorry. I thought you were gonna. <laughs> you, you like I, gonna I thought you were like, gonna hey. jump in again. Um, so I definitely would suggest it. However, again, like I personally respect everyone's outlooks and beliefs. So if that's like not your style, then do your you know do your own thing, do your own vibe. That's also cool. I'm not gonna like also tell someone what to do, but I do think it was very beneficial. What negative traits do you hope? 
that sugar gets from each of you or does not get from each of you and what are positive traits that you hope he does get from each of you? <laughs> Let's start with the negative and then go into the fun positive. Okay, negative. Um, I hope he doesn't have fucking anxiety. <laughs> yeah, for real. I, I don't have bad anxiety, but I hope that we can just teach him how to have like the good kind of anxiety that keeps you going, keeps you driven, keeps you on your feet, keeps you smart you know, keeps you making good decisions, but not the bad type of anxiety that like takes away from, you know, amazing daily occurrences because you're worried this might happen or this might happen. You know what I mean? What you went through while you're kind of navigating your life by yourself on an entrepreneur basis from a business standpoint. Yeah. Just, yeah, that would be my, so it's negative from us, from us. Yes. So Um, mine would, like I said, my negative trait, anxiety. Hope he doesn't have that shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, shocker here. I hope he has a better memory. <laughs> I'll, tell <you> what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. No, I, I don't even know if it's just that. It's just, I hope he has, I don't even know how to put it because it's not like I don't have drive or we don't have drive. It's just, I hope he has the right drive. Yeah. Not you know? like, not like a workhorse where he like doesn't enjoy his life, but not like, Oh, it'll come to me if it's meant Work to be. Work smarter, not harder is what I have learned. Yes. But that's definitely not necessarily who I am. I'd rather sit back and not and do the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. But I decided instead of working as hard as I see some people work, I'm going to put myself in a position to match what I my tendencies are, but in a very productive way. And I think, to be honest, I've started to come to a point of mastering it. I love the way I work and the way I view things and the, how level-headed I am with mm-hmm. not overworking myself, but knowing how to get what I need to do done. Right. Um, so I would say that is if I could pick one off the top of my head here, but I think that's pretty fair. Yes, for the negative. Yes. Or like, you know, yes. Yeah, like I hope he has so the right a, amount of drive. So what's a positive? Um, um, I would say out of both of us, our height and looks. And I'd be pumped there. <laughs> Okay, you're, you're not wrong, but let's talk about his character. <laughs> um, let's say, uh, let's see. I hope, I hope that he has my, like, creativity. Yeah. Because I creative. am very much a trendsetter. I create things that other people haven't, even if it's just, like, the way I fucking decorate an Instagram story or, like, the kind of question box I put on or, like, my secret series or like the smasher pass on my Instagram um, or like, you know, stuff like that. Like I'm innovative. There's a word innovative and creative. And so I hope that he can have that um, in just like life. You know, how can I get creative with making my, my job more fun or like, how can I bring better value to people um, using an even cooler talent that I have? You know, I hope that he can get that from me and realize that like, there's always something someone needs figure it the fuck out. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. I would say mine would be, uh, I want, I would say I want him to be somewhat of a critical thinker. I want that to translate because I think that's brought me a lot of success. Just not only to, like I said about just the way I work, I was able to analyze a better way to do it, but Mm -hmm. also I just think it plays such a role no matter what you're doing. Sports, politics even just having the chance to be analytical like what does this person view or what is what I'm saying right now how does this come off what I'm doing right now what is this going to do for me in three months yeah being able to have that analytical thinking to make the right decision 
when it matters without you even knowing what type of decision or what that decision is going to do for you later. You know, just thinking of that type of, uh, I guess, outlook and just being smart with your decisions. I, I think that's the biggest one for me. I just want them to know what the impact is every day of, uh, you know, working out, you know, going to the gym every single day, mm-hmm. knowing what that's going to do eventually. Yeah. Just having that wherewithal, I'd say for me. I like that. Top three things that two people should discuss before getting married. <sighs> Number one, where do you stand with kids? Yeah. hundred percent. I've had some people in my DMs that are like, Des, I've been married for a year. Just talk to my husband about conceiving. Um, he doesn't want kids. Period. Yeah, it's a big, you can't get and I'm by like, that one. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Why? <laughs> Wait, what? Why didn't you talk about that like before? But if you're not in that position, you might think, oh, well, why talk about it? You know, we're not we'll ready for it. You know, we're not ready for it. It's like, well... It's so easy to just talk about. I mean, like it is. I, I don't and know. also, like, you know, what are you going to do if kids aren't an option? So like, for example, I, and I brought this up to Wyatt today. I, I told him, well, remember when we were um, chatting a few months ago, like before I got pregnant and I just said, you know, what if I, if I can't get pregnant one day, um, you know, wh- what are we going to do? Or like, I told him one time, at one point I'd really like to adopt. And he was just like, yeah, and I, can't say I'm behind that. And so it's kind of like, okay, well, having those things on the plate is important because what if I couldn't have kids then like, would he then adopt? You know, it's, it's awkward to talk about and you don't want to talk about infertility. You don't want to talk about things that could happen, but it's very important to know where that line is for you guys as a couple. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, for me, it's, I wouldn't prefer it, but also, if you can't have kids, I want to have a kid. So, of course, I would be open to adopting. But as long as we can have, you know, our blood and, you know, our family and have our family's pride, just it's small stuff like that, yeah. not taking away from adoption. I think it's an awesome thing. But you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just think as long as we can do that, then that's great. But, yes, talk about it. You just Talk don't about know. kids. Talk because about it kids. just happened to work out. I feel like I, I'm very much in a position where I'm not a selfish person. So... If that's what ends up happening, I know at the end of the day, it's more important for me to have a kid. Mm-hmm. So so talk about kids. I would say next, talk about um, probably finances. You know, again, just how, how are you going to split stuff? Who's who's obviously making more? Who might not be making more? What how, was it before getting married? Was that the yeah. question, too, before getting married? Yeah. Gotcha. I would say goals are pretty important, too. Yeah. And then go- and then I would say three would be goals. You know, yeah. what What do we want to do as a family? What do you want to do individually? What are you going to bring to this family? What do, how, if, how do we want to support our family? If they're not matching it, I mean, that is such a, that's such a, it's a tough position to get through. If Absolutely. they're not matching your energy of driving to succeed and all of these ideas, and they're just like, I'm okay with doing this. You know, yeah. like that's, that's a drain out of a lot of your own motivation. It can be depending on who you are, but absolutely. And, and Wyatt and I, this was kind of another question, but we weren't able to do premarital counseling. We really wanted to, but we were in Florida. We just like, we didn't know who the fuck to go to. We knew we weren't going to be there. So it was like, there's no relationship. A lot of people do premarital counseling through their churches. We didn't have a home church there. So for those of you that are like, Looking, I would say, to set yourself up 
too, like talking maybe about hard things that might be difficult for you, look into premarital counseling because you will definitely get into the positions where you have to talk about that stuff, have to go through like those harder conversations in closed walls, um, kind of with that mediator, you know? Yeah. I, I think honestly, we could still absolutely benefit oh, 100%. from it. And, and I would love to, but it's just with co- right, COVID. I'm right. not doing a but fucking Zoom call. Part of me starts to think like we've we've grown a lot. Like, like I said, we're in the point where we're starting to have fun with each other. We're understanding how each other works pretty much to a T now. Um, I mean, obviously there's a lot of learning to go, mm-hmm. but I think even then, like, I mean, sure, we've had our ups and downs in the past year, but nothing crazy. But even then, think if we did premarital marital counseling, would it have been better? I mean, who knows? Yeah. You'd like to think it would be, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, by what? A couple months. But instead, now we have the satisfaction of going through a certain time together mm-hmm. and dealing with it and not having to use like a, a buzz like through the office if anybody gets the reference of Pam and Jim always having to say, I appreciate what you're doing or always thanking you or, you know, having a certain lingo to say when something's going on or if you're frustrated, like, you know, it can get cheesy or fake after Mm -hmm. a while. So Mm -hmm. who knows, but I think it'd be a great thing. Yeah, I do too. Wow. It's just still crazy that it's like, no, it's just been a year. It's (laughs) fucking nuts. Okay. So to kind of wrap it up and again, we'll kind of say some parting words, but where do you see yourselves 10 fucking years from now can't wait to answer this one go you start Um, where do you see your 10 years so i would be fucking oh (laughs) 35 holy shit 35 look alive yeah um, you would be 34 what a whore (laughs) (laughs) 34 and my dirty whore Whoa. Whoa. Roles reversed. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Feminist um, life. Um, 10 years. I mean, holy titties. I mean, in all honesty, absolute financial freedom. And this isn't a, I'm going to speak it into existence. Like I truly believe we will be here in 10 years. I think financial freedom, we can do what we want, but still be driven enough to do what we love. I think that is where I want to be. And that's where I think I, Honestly, I think we will be. It's just financial freedom by time we're mid thirties. To where is I don't even know what else to really say about it. But I I don't even want to come off cocky about it either. I just truly think that's where we'll be in ten years. We'll have two kids without a doubt, minimum. Um, Are you paying for my fucking mommy makeover? <laughs> mommy makeover? You don't know what a mommy makeover? Is? Literally no clue. So like a like where they like retighten your vagina. Okay. And then, like, redo your boobs and stuff. Like, it's, like, what moms do at, you know what I mean, after so many oh, kids. Yeah. I'm just joking. You're like, we'll definitely have two. I'm like, yeah, bitch, you paying for that? Uh, you also want to, though. What are you, I know. I do crazy. want to. I do want to, but yeah. three's a crowd. I would say, <laughs> just throw that out there. I want three, so that's weird. Um, but, yeah, so I would say two kids for sure. Um, I would like, to, in 10 years from now, uh, have a lake house in Michigan. I think... That's not only what I, what we would like to have, but I think that's honestly what will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, I mean, that's a pretty good start for me. Yeah, I love I know, that. What about you? I would say the same. I would say financial freedom. Um, I would say, you know, I've I've built something sustainable. I don't know if it's gonna be DBFT. You know what I mean? Like maybe it's a. 
fucking skincare line. Maybe it's a, I, I don't know. Like, you know, okay. it's just, it's, yeah, it's just going to be an, I, I would confidently say another business venture, another part, another sector. Um, but I would just say too, like with what we want to do, like investment properties, having multiple homes, um, you know, I want to give someone else a great place to live and not have the commitment of owning a house yet, you know, cause I wish I could have had that yeah. in college or in, in the beginning of our relationship, you know, stuff like that. Um, yeah. And just being, just being fucking happy, you know, like, yeah, we both want to be financially free. Um, we True. both want to, we both want to just fucking run the streets, but, <laughs> but if we can't look at each other and be happy in our marriage or look at, look at our kids and be happy, like truly fucking happy money aside, yeah, you know, then it's not enough. So I just want to find happiness, which hopefully comes with a lot of, of, of dollars. Cash. But honestly, <laughs> yeah, I, I think to add to that from my perspective is I cannot wait to not work in corporate. Yeah, fuck I, corporate. I really, I really can't. I figure mean, that if out real quick for myself. I, I know there's people out there that are in corporate trying to figure out what you want to do. Just quit. <laughs> I mean, trust me, I've thought about it multiple times and I'm less than a year into my job, but you can't it's not, a, it's exactly, but it's not a matter of like, it's anything against the company. I just know personally, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to be in the position to, in my mind, if financial freedom means we're making enough money per month on, let's say, investment properties to just pay off our expenses for us to do what we want to make money throughout the day, then great. Mm-hmm. If if we're having stuff pay off of all of our bills and I can go be a football coach and this is what I like to do, or for an example, then absolutely. That's where I want to get. When I say financial freedom, I truly mean away from corporate from my perspective mm-hmm. because I was thinking about it today even of just, I can't wait to be out of corporate because I just know how much joy that's going to bring me to yeah. do what I want to do. Well, and it's important guys that you realize too, like you're in a season for a reason. Keep fucking showing up no matter where yep. you're at. I mean, this is, this is a part of like <laughs> the marriage talk and whatnot, but like I always say it, keep showing up, like whatever your show up needs to be right now, keep fucking doing it. So one day you can show up in a different way and that looks different for you and do what you want to do. Yeah. And do what you love and feel good. And you know what? For some people that's just being the best fucking nurse that they can be. It doesn't mean, Oh, I'm an entrepreneur. That that is, that is not freedom for everyone. You know what I mean? It's just whatever fucking job lights a fire under your ass every day. You know, I want to get you there. Um, I want to, I want to encourage you to get there. So Wow, that was a really good question to like end on. It really was. Because, I mean, this is something that Des and I have talked about for quite a bit here yeah. in the past year even. And again, of- too, like with marriage, it's so nice to be married to someone who's fucking driven. And like, I don't have to force that out of him. No. You know what I mean? Like some people out there... If they're just not as, you know, goal oriented or go getter. And that's okay. And Every we all operate so different on purpose. That's why we make up the human race. You know, we're all different. We all bring different characteristics, different outlooks, different jobs we occupy, you know, et cetera. But to have Wyatt know where he is in his role right now and where he wants to be and to just be so hungry to be successful for our family not just himself, but to provide for us 
it's just so special because I know that he won't settle. So yeah. I think I thank you for that. Yeah. No, I It makes me it. feel secure. Because you always should feel secure together, you know, yeah. but it's nice to know again, teamwork. We're oh, a team. Oh, thank you. But You're yeah, welcome. no, I mean 100% and it comes down to I I mean it comes down to who you're uh, surrounded by. If I didn't have the friends I did, the family I did growing up, I wouldn't have this mindset, but put yourself around people that are more successful than you. you I think I, that be it, be the less successful person of in your a, friend, of your uh, friend group or f- at least maybe not even friend group just find a group where you are less, you successful, are less successful and you'll learn so much because i'm i'm still trying to do that it's not a sense of my friends are like that my friends are absolutely what drive me my close friends are wildly successful for what i'd like to say at being 24 we mm-hmm. are very excited about where we're already at mm-hmm. and we're both very hungry to be excited we've all, even all my friends we've bounced off ideas for investments for plans for the next 10 years and how we're going to be able to buy this dream car like we literally have these serious conversations when we get together mm-hmm. and it's so much fun i mean you know if you're if that's not the position you're in like that's fine you'll get there but surround yourself with those people it's yeah. important for sure i love that it'll change your mindset love it well, that was a great question to end on. Got me kind of fired up here at what time is it? You want to like Nine go o'clock. do something about it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm getting kind of tired. No, I'm just what? kidding. What? What? I said I'm getting kind of tired. <laughs> I know. Like, mm, no. <laughs> mm, yeah, probably not. So, anywho, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, damn, we are like a month. At this point, we're going to be about six. Hold on. She's catching her breath. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be about seven weeks out from having a kid. Six weeks out, I think, when this goes live. Good Lord. Holy fucker, I'm scared. Oh my God, my vagina. I mean, it's quaking. That has to that has to be so scary. (laughs) (laughs) Epidural and not like you. uh, Oh my God. What? Um, I don't know. I'm just thinking about it right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're we're close, guys. This is just a whole nother chapter that I would confidently say both of us are so excited to share with you. And I think Wyatt will start fucking posting on his Instagram. I really do. Oh, I'll be the coolest dad you've ever seen. I think you're going to post on your Instagram like a fucking lot. I'm so excited for you. Code Wyatt. We got to get you some codes or some shit. Um, I mean, if that's making me extra money on, uh, per month. There we go. Yeah. Code W, code Wyatt P. What would your code be? Code WMU43LS1. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. If you guys oh. are from college, or if you guys are college friends listening, you guys know what it is. Um, anywho, thank you, Wyatt, for being on. Thank you for being my husband. Thank you for choosing me every day. Are you crying? No. Oh, I was <laughs> like, what? You teeing it up to try to make me yeah, sound like I am? No. Are you? No. Okay. I mean, no, I easily could right now. So like, I'm just going to cap it there, but what an amazing, <laughs> what an amazing year. Um, check my Instagram post tomorrow, guys. You fucking know the drill bitches. It's going to be emotional probably. And, it, and it's Sunday. Go, go get drunk for us. Yeah. It's Sunday. Go grab me. Well, not me. Go grab a drink for me. (laughs) Um, Wyatt, go grab me a drink. (laughs) Um, And make sure you guys tune in again next Sunday for some more fun. Um, But until then, again, please rate, review, subscribe. Drop a little review. You know, type a little something like, love this bitch. 
Can't wait to see you in 10 years. Tag me. I want to know what you guys think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Share this to your story. Tag Wyatt and let him know. Make me feel good about myself. Yeah, let him know that you really <laughs> enjoyed him on. Let me know if you want to see him on more often. I'm sure that we could get in some heated political debates, too. <laughs> Just oh, kidding. God. Yeah, I know I'm joking. But we, we could get some really good I, I, conversation pieces. I'm down for some... I feel like you've had me on for a lot of couple Q&A stuff. I'm down to just shoot shit one day. Oh, like wow. bring up some topics. No, seriously, I think it'd be funny. Okay. I'd say bring up some topics of just something, uh, current events, something okay. funny, a meme. I don't know. News okay. that people are laughing at and what we think about it. That'd just be kind of fun to bullshit around with for an hour. Okay. I like that. We'll get you on again. I'll schedule you in. New podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mommy and daddy tell all coming soon. Um, Hope you guys have a great day again. Thanks for tuning around. If you stuck here towards the end, you better fucking share this shit or else I'm going to find you. Have a great Sunday. Love you guys.